0: November 1st, 2021, we're in Masechet Rosh and Yod Amudaruf, will pick up six lines from the bottom, uh, just a few words before the end of the line, if just uh, provide a brief context initially again. The Gemara and Daf Teta Mudbet cited Beraita, and in the Beraita it was talking about the way to count the years for Orlah and for netare which means to say the first three years of a fruit tree as well as the fourth year of a fruit tree in different ways the fruits are not regularly for, uh, permitted first three years there's an Isurhana, you're not allowed to benefit from the fruits at all the fourth year the fruits have the status similar it's akin to ma'aseh sheni they have a kedusha, kodesh hidudim you have to bring them to Yerushalayim and eat them there that's the halakha with regards to a fruit tree how do I count those three and four years respectively? So you might say just count in me'it le'it, count 365 days, maybe 354 days, whatever it is. The halakha is not so, that's what we saw in our first Mishnah, there's a Rosh Hashanah. The first of Tishrei is the cutoff for the counting. But how does that work? Is it even if it's a day before Rosh Hashanah? In other words, a day before Aleph Tishrei, That would qualify as year one once you pass Tishrei. So the Beraitah told us it's not so. The Beraitah made clear it needs to be 30 days beforehand in order for year one to set in those were the words of the mishnah excuse me the birayta furthermore the birayta told us in the context of Shemitah, you have a similar halacha which we'll revisit as well that 30 days prior to shimita year you should not be planting We don't want uh, things to be planted immediately beforehand. It's what we call Tosefit et as Rashi told us. There's a mitzvah to be mosif mecholala kodesh that you're adding on to that seventh year in terms of not even planting beforehand, because if you plant it beforehand, it'll be taking root or Strengthening its root during the year of Shemitah. So the Gemara questioned this. The Gemara said, Is it possible that this Biraita would be following an opinion other than Rabbi Meir? Because the Gemara told us Rabbi Meir's opinion is that Yom Ehad Bashana Hashub Shana, which means saving a single day during the year, if it beats the deadline, if you got it in, if you got your papers in before the final date well that counted as a year, qualified as a year. And as a result, if I were to plant the tree on the last day of Elu, and it's true, I didn't have 30 days beforehand, once Aleph B'tishrei comes around, I already have year one, and all I need to count now is two years, for the three years of Orla, and for another year for the year of Netarevaya. Is it possible that our Beraita doesn't follow the opinion of Rabbi Meir? Answered the Gemara, and we'll pick up with this uh, right now. The last word on the line, six lines from the bottom here on Daf Yoda Mudalev. You might remember this. We read this answer quickly on Friday. It's possible that the Beraita even follows the opinion of Rabbi Meir. How so? Rabbi Meir says a single day qualifies as a year in these circumstances. The Biraita is telling me I need 30 days, a full month. Kika Amar Rabbi Meir, when is it that Rabbi Meir was willing to maintain his opinion that yom Had vashana, hashub shana, besof shana, or besof shanim, ava b'tahidat shana, lo. The statement goes as follows, Rabbi Meir was willing to qualify a single day as a year when you're at the end of your count, Right. Uh, the question is, in terms of the age of these animals, it, does this animal qualify as an Egil? Does it qualify as a par? Does it qualify as anything that he was discussing in that thought How am I going to determine the years or the days and months that go into the qualification of this animal? Well, if a par means three years, he said, as long as you had two full years filled out, 24 months, a single day into that last year would qualify as your third year. That's what we call so. Shana or Sofshanim, Shanim, the end of the count. You're into that date. I'm into the. I don't know if arguments say six, sixth year of my life. I'm already six years old. That's the way he'll qualify it. But Teilat to start the count, starting the count he wouldn't do so. Our issue is starting the count. You planted the tree prior to Tishrei. You're trying to qualify as year one in your count of this year, this tree's years. In such a circumstance perhaps Rebbe Meir would say you need 30 days in order to qualify as T'chilat Shana. So again, the distinction of the Gemara and its final line went like this. Maybe Rebbe Meir could agree to our Beraita that you need 30 days prior to Tishrei in order to qualify this tree as its first year of growth. When so? Why so? I thought he holds a single day. He holds a single day when you're finishing your count. You're finishing your count. You did your requisite time. This last day brings you into the last year of that qualification. If you're beginning the count, maybe Rabbi Meir would not say that way and in turn we can argue that follows the opinion of Rabbi Meir. 30 days prior to Rosh Hashanah, you need to plant. Why so? I'm beginning my count. In such a circumstance I would need 30 days. That's the suggestion of the Gemara. It says Rava, I won't have anything of it. Rava says it can't be so because I'll logically argue against you. How am I going to logically argue against you? I'm going to find a circumstance called nida. And by nida, I'll show you that although we don't qualify sof shana or sof minyan by Half or partial of the time. In other words, the argument right now is that Abimeir says when you're finishing the count, even though you only have a partial amount, a single day, that's good enough. The beginning, can't mess with the beginning. The beginning is significant, you need the full amount. You're going to find the circumstance by Nida where although the end of the count, you'll need the full span of time, the beginning of the count will not need the full span of time. And he'll turn now to, to counter the initial argument. Go ahead. What's that? Mila on both ends, it counts. The last day as well. You don't need to wait until the end of the last day. It's ubayoma Yom shimini even in the morning. What's that? Over here, it's even better, because Mila, "You'll argue, okay, over there, you didn't need full days at all. Over here, by Nida, you're going to argue that although at the end, you will need a full count, okay, you're thinking about nidah today, it's not what we're referring to, at the beginning, you won't need a full count. So, as long as I can pull that off, I'll now turn it to Rabbi Meir, to the claim of Rabbi Meir, and I'll say it's the direct opposite of what you were claiming. In other words, you're suggesting something for Rabbi Meir in terms of how his count would go. I have precedence for this. Mila won't be good enough, because Mila will tell me that I'm counting partially at beginning and end. Avelut certainly won't work. Same type of thing. You'll begin it in the middle of the day and you'll end it in the mi-sat middle of the day. Kikulo, What's that? Mixatayom kekulo, at, at the end of Avelut. Well, uh, over here, the halakha Bainida min ha-Torah is that on the last day, you're not going to have a miksat kekulo. On the last day, we'll talk about what we're, talk- what, what we're referring to in just a moment. The last day, you'll need to wait until sunset. Well, even though you need to wait until sunset, and we won't say, yom on the last day, that a partial amount of the day counts as the full day, nonetheless, the first day, in whatever count we're dealing with, you'll be able to be partial. He That's it because you're, you're assuming already after the fact you know the halacha who no. said maybe that's uh, yes. anyway but that being the case we will now counter it our, the, and, and even if that is the reason Morris that the ultimately speaking ultimately speaking the claim of our gemara is that it works out technically speaking in the context of nida the opposite of what you wanted to claim for the your claim for the Bime year is the beginning of the count needs a full day the end of the count well that's where it could be partial year, day, whatever Uh, but my that won't be so. Yes, Charles? Yes, that needs to be precise. Yes, yeah, Different. okay. Listen, nobody's arguing we're going to have different domains and different realms and different halachot and different circumstances. What we are arguing, once you're already, for one reason or another, willing to deal with partial amounts counting as full amounts, well, then the argument at the very least should be the opposite. Your claim for it to be Meir was, well, when does he count? it at the end of the count, not the beginning of the count, by Nida at least, I don't see it that way. How do you, How is Nida different? Of course, Nida refers to a woman during the time of her period, during the time of her menstruation. Uh, what are we referring to over here? Well, generally speaking, people who are familiar with the basic halachot today know that after a specific amount of time, we count shiva nikiyim, which means over the course of seven days, a woman needs to be clean, not be seeing any blood. At the very least, she needs to do bidikot at specific times, she needs to check and make certain that she's not seeing blood. That's how we have nida today. It's the way we practice nida. That's. Not fully, but the, the, the technical details, are, as the Gemara tells us elsewhere, are a humra It's a humra, it's a stringency, which is not a biblical stringency. From the Torah, Nida works as follows. You need seven days that's it. Seven days from the initial seeing of blood, you count those seven days and after those seven days, she's in turn purified with specific halachot connected to it. It's not the way we have it today. Today we have a full seven days of tahara. Now, there was a concept of having Shiva nikim once upon a time. In other words, when the time we were operating just with biblical law and that was in the context of zava. The Torah talks about the zava, so a person with discharge. Now, zava is qualified and circumstance by blood as well. There needed to be three ta- three days of, of one after another of seeing blood within an 11-day span after nida. In such a circumstance, the woman would be qualified as a zava and in turn needed seven days of tahara. What does this amount to for us? Why am I mentioning all this? If in the scheme of things, we're not learning maseche and nida and we're not learning halakhal and on this for this beraitah. So th- for this statement, not beraitah, for this statement we're going to have right now, it's plugging us back into the biblical requirement. Min torah the halakha is for a nidah, seven days are the necessary period of time, not about shiva shiva'anikim, nothing about poletit shikvah. None of that sort of business comes in. You need seven days. How do those seven days count? Well, the way they count is, the first day need not be a full day. In other words, if the woman begins her nidah, she sees blood on day one in the afternoon, well, That's the beginning of day one. The next day she wakes up in the morning is already day two, and so forth. Until day seven, but day seven needs to go until evening. But do you follow what happened over here? It's the reverse of what we just mentioned in the Meir, what we suggested for the Meir. Says so the Gemara, Amar Rava, Rava, now responds to this claim of Afilu Mar Bimeir, Velav Kalvahomer, who I can logically deduce, argue against you. Umanida, the beginning of the the day at the end, meaning on day seven, just beginning the morning, will not count as day seven, nonetheless on day one, the end of the day, she saw blood um, an hour, a few minutes before sunset, that does qualify as day one. Oh well that being the case, Shana, if you're telling me according to Bimeir, and I know that explicitly from just a few lines up in the Gemara, according to Bimeir, twenty-four months and then a day will count as. Two, three years, it means sofa we're already willing to qualify a partial amount as a full amount. Enodin. odin, is it not logical? Can we not therefore argue That's the suggestion of the gemara, Rava, which means to say we're back to square one. We began the gemara by remembering. That we mentioned the Biraita and Dafteh. In the Biraita, it made clear to us that you need 30 days for the planting of a tree in order to qualify as year one. What are you talking about? That's not following the opinion of Bimeir. Bimeir says a single day. Maybe we can distinguish between if it's the beginning of the count, end of the count, says rava, certainly not. If anything, the argument should be in the opposite direction, which leads us again to suggesting that the Biraita doesn't follow Bimeir's opinion, which could be okay. So we don't follow the opinion of the Meir. The Gemara would always like everything to be fully spelled out. If you're not following the opinion of Rabi Meir, at least make clear that you're only following a single or perhaps minority opinion. Rather, what shall we argue that that B'raithah which told us we need 30 days in order to qualify as year one prior to Aleph B'tishre for Neta Riva'e, for Orla, Rabi'l Azar? It's following the opinion of Rabi'l Bilazar Rabi Azar was the uh, arguer on Rabi Meir. We saw it here on Daf Yod. Azar said a single day doesn't qualify with regard to the age of the animal. How many days do you need in order to qualify as a full year? 30 days. All right, so maybe we're following Rabbi Lazar's opinion. Ve'il ha'may Rabil Azar, שלושim u Says the Gemara, 30 days would not be sufficient. You would need 30 plus 30, of course, equals 60 days. Well, pause for a second. What are you talking about? We're in the context, again, of counting days prior to the qualification of year one for my tree. It's either a day or it's 30 days. Where'd you come up with 30 plus 30? And in turn, what, what, what does that mean for us in terms of an author to our and Where'd you come up with 30 plus 30? Well, here it is. Ditnan, after all, the Mishnah tells us in Masechet Shiv'i'it the following. Lintoa as we mentioned already, or lita means to plant regular seeding a tree. Ve'en Mavrichin Mavrichin is to layer a tree, is to take a branch from a tree and to or, or shoot from the tree and place it under the ground, place on top of its soil and water that until it grows independent or grows as well and you cut it off for an independent growth. How that works? Beyond me. The in-markivin. Markivin is the classic circumstance, I think, of grafting from one tree to the other. Don't know exactly how that works. But that's what they taught me in biology ninth grade. You take from one tree and you carve it into another tree and you somehow grow. Okay, those are the three ways that the rabbis, <coughs> maybe biologists, always refer to growing a tree. Okay, but what's the halakha you getting at? Erev shivait on the eve of the seventh year, which would have been just a few months ago, pachot mishloshim yom lifnei Rosh You have to have at least 30 days prior to Rosh Hashanah. Uh, why do you need at least 30 days? Well, this is what we're understanding. With the context of Shemitah, you need a full 30 days beforehand. Why would you need a full 30 days before Shemitah? Well, the halakha that we're going to understand from now goes as follows. Planting doesn't begin growth. Planting, even though there's a tree in the ground, it's not truly uh, um, rooted in the ground. It'll take, according to this opinion, 30 days until it's rooted. I'm not going to qualify it as a tree which is fully planted until it takes root. What's the definition of taking root? Well, every tree is different. Objectify, give me a number. First opinion over here says if it's within 30 days of Shemitav, the seventh year, and you put this tree into the ground, well, it means its true growth is going to be taking place on Shemitah. It means you were therefore in our halachic minds planting on Shemitah because that's when the growth is actually taking place. That's when it took root. That's going to be Asur. You'd have to uproot it and not get any benefit from it. The next opinion, although he specifically refers to the last case, the case of grafting, he's referring to all three of the ways of planting and seeding and getting this tree up, he says it takes three days for the rooting to take place. The necessary rooting, taking root in the ground, three days. That means to say, it's going to be three days before Shemitah, technically speaking, is sufficient, it sounds like, at this point, uh, for the tree. What does this have to do with us? Well, hang on. Now, this is a major agricultural dispute over here. The last opinion says two weeks. So we got three different opinions as to how trees take root in the ground. Of course, you might say, just go and check it. How are we going to go and check it? Each tree is going to be different. So they're determining in some way or fashioning the definition of taking root. It's either 30 days, three days or two weeks. Here's the key line. Period. This last name and that of Rav Rahman says, well, listen, we're going to explain it based on Rashi. Well, listen to each one of those opinions. Each one of those opinions is significant, but you have to add on to them one second, 30 more days 30 more days tosefet says says Morris. what's tosefet you might recall on the hat we were just on the we were just talking about this concept of tosefet of adding on to kedushah i might remind you for a moment about the concept we do it sometimes with shabbat with yom tob with kippur the concept is our responsibility as human beings in this world a world which is filled with kedushah but also has much of a, a mundane domain to it. We seek and we search and we implant within this world kedusha on a constant basis. That's our mission in life, isn't it? When it comes to time, segments in time with which God told us, have kedusha, we look at those as well and we say this is an easy opportunity. I'll just extend it forward or backward, or both, and I'll be able to extend the time of Kiddushah. When it comes to Shemitah, the Gemara Gimaraan Masechet Mo'it Katandaf, Gimaraan makes clear, a 30 days extension is the extension, Halachal for Shemitah, for that seventh year. Well, wait a second. What does that mean, 30 days? It means 30 days in addition to when the tree actually took root, right? In other words, the tree actually took root. Now, once it took root, I'm waiting 30 days as well. So it means I need to push everything back 30 days. So if the tree is to take root within 30 days, I need 30 days before uh, shemitah in order to consider it tosef et But additional 30 days beforehand in order to say this is when it took root. In other words, I did it 60 days beforehand. I waited 30 days. Now it took root. Now I'm not touching it for 30 days. What's that? It's not going to be counted as both. It's not Tosephit because you're planting them, quote unquote, it's taking root then. And as, how could you double dip? Think about the words, Tosafit. You're thinking we look at it and do anything. Well, I think as, a, as the ground for a moment. The ground says, what are you talking about? This thing is taking Sorry. root. This guy is planting this right now. And as a result, you need 30 plus three, 30 plus two weeks, or 30 plus 30. Well, that all being the case, says our Gemara well, let's just pause and take a break for a second. I now have no idea who the author of that Beraitah on Daftet mutbet is. Because after all, that Beraitah told me that as long as you have 30 days before the seventh year, 30 days before Tishrei, you're sufficiently providing this tree with a full month prior to either Shemitah or the Orlah count or whatever. T- what are you talking about? Nobody argues that. Everybody, be Al-Azai, even Rabi Meir tell me, I need some sort of rooting in the ground. That starts the count. And then I need some time. So even if it's a day of Rabbi Meir, we're going to have problems as well. That's because Rabbi Meir might tell us a day plus 30. Why plus 30? Tosefet Tosef Tosefet shivait. So it's going to be, let's, let's for argument's sake, accept that Rabbi Meir's opinion is one day. One day qualifies as a year. Does he really say One day. He says, one day plus 30 days. The Baratah didn't say 31 days. The Baratah said 30 days. rabbi Al-Azhar Azar told us 30 days. He told us 30 days counts as a year. Well, 30 days counts as a year uh, with, with regards to what? Oh, with regards to Tosef. It's fantastic. So your Tosef, is 30 days. How many days does it take to take root? Three days, 14 days, 30 days. Either way you slice it, we're never going to, according to our understanding right now, have a perfect 30 days. Because either way you slice it, you're either going to have to add 30 days or one day for Tosefet, depending on if you're Bimei or And then you're going to have to add 30 days, three days, or 14 days for the Hashrashah, for the Haklatah, for the taking root in the ground. So as Gemara. We really don't know what's happening over here. We really don't have a clue. Whose opinion, that beraita on Dafteta HaMudbetu, would be following, and as a result, says the Gemara, uh, uh, here again, so says the Gemara, so going back to that about nine lines from the top. If you if you maintain that agriculturally the tree takes root after 30 days, takes 30 days, you need an additional 30 for the Tosefet, that's found in the Bilazar. If it's three days for taking root, okay, three days take root, and then you need to leave another 30 days, if it's 14 days, it's 14 days. And if it's 14 days, Shilosha, ba'e, says the Gemara, even if you take the most minority opinion, that of, or the smallest opinion, that of three days, it's still 33 days. Our B'raita, we cannot find who the author is. Ela, rather, says the Gemara, I'll bring you back to that B'raita and I'll tell you it's actually the Meir's opinion. Le'ulam Rabi Okay, I'll tell you, no, no I can argue that B'raita is the opinion of B'meir. Wait a second, again, the B'raita said 30 days prior is sufficient. Where'd you come up with 30 days? Well, one day for Tosefet, okay, one day for Tosefet, how many days for taking root? Three days, 30 days, 14 days, no matter how you slice it, where are you coming up with 30 days? V'chika amar sheloshim, when the Beraita beraita said 30 days, it didn't mean the full amount, it meant 30 days liklita, sheloshim liklita, liklita, milashon il miklat, it absorbs, how long does it take for this tree to be absorbed by the ground? So let me just pause and think about that for a moment. It means that our beraita, which was telling us the requisite, the necessary time prior to Aleph Bitishre, in order to qualify this tree as a tree which got its first year, 30 days for taking root. Fantastic and in the context of, uh, what's it called, in the context of urlah, uh, you'll tell me 30 days, because this is not the same as one day, you need it to take root. bimeir might tell you one day counts as a year, beautiful, but what about this tree? Is it into that year? Well, it needs to take root. Once it takes root, I'll give you one day on it or something like that, but it hasn't taken root. What's the beraita telling me 30 days, according to the bimeir. 30 days until it takes root, that's called kilita. Okay, so then it means that Ligabe orlah when I'm dealing with planting prior to my year, which I want to qualify as year one for my year of my count of three, I need thirty days before. And do I technically technically you need it only because you need it to take root? Fantastic, but the Beraitah talked about something else. Beraita did not only talk about Orlah, the Beraita talked about Shemitah as well. Yes, Shemitah means that I need to, prior to the seventh year, have an additional amount of time as well. How much amount of time, according to the Bimeir? A single day would be sufficient. Well, that means 30 days for it to take root, plus one more day for Tosef et It means I'm still not going to have a perfect 30. Our Beraita told me 30 days before Shemitah, chalas, you're okay, your tree, you can leave. If it's within the 30 days, well, then you have to uproot the tree. I can't come up with the number 30. Because even if you're telling me for it to take root, it still should be 31, because I need one more day for Tosefit. Why do I need one more day for HaTorah. Why is it one day according to the Bimeir? 31 should be the necessary amount. So answers the Gemara. Kasavar, Yom Sheloshim Oleh Kanu Lekan. Bimeir's okay. opinion is that 30 days would be sufficient. Because I, final of those 30 days, I'll say in the morning it took root. Once I finish the morning, the rest of the day is tosefet. So to summarize the whole thing, leaving out all the details and just the necessary details for our punchline, it goes like this, we began the day discussing, and we'll continue a bit, we began the day discussing that Beraita and Daftet HaMudbet. The Beraita told us in any of the following two circumstances, all you need are 30 days beforehand in order for this tree to qualify. Well, it depends what we're qualifying it as. If it's prior to my count of four years, three or four years, 30 days before Aleph B'tishrei, in order for it to qualify as year one. If it's to qualify as something that the growth on the seventh year is permitted, in other words, I don't need to uproot the tree, I don't need to consider it as if it was planted on Shemitah, 30 days as well. Those were the halachot. Says so the Gemara, if it's according to the Bimeir, a single day should be sufficient. Answers the Gemara, this is the way we're simplifying it. You're wrong in your, your, uh, your, your calculations, because a single day might qualify as a year, quote unquote, but it doesn't qualify as a planting. A Planting is a lot more complicated than that. It's not just being alive. It's not just being existent. It's about it taking root. You need a specific amount of time for that. How many days is that? 30 days. So our 30 days already, we got our answer according to the Bimeir. Is different than an animal's life. It's different than a human being's life. A human being's life, I'll tell you, into his 13th year, he's considered 13 years old. Fantastic. A tree, it's not into its first year until it actually took root. If it hasn't taken root, it's not considered a year of life. It's not considered life at all. And as a result, you need 30 days. But wait a second. We need additionally a Tosefet we need additionally an, a, a, an extension of that seventh year. Answers the Gemara to that. A single day would be sufficient for the mayor Why is a single It says, Halakha, one day counts as a year, whether it's beginning of count or end of count. Well, where'd you get that extra day? You only told me 30 days. That 30th day takes root in the morning, says the Gemara, and then the rest of the day, it's, all it counts as my Tosefet Shibait, because technically speaking, I'm done in the morning as the sun breaks. Well, done. I got my I got my kelita on the ground, and so therefore my tosefe takes place over the course of the rest of the day. In short, the beraita and dafteta mutbet follows the opinion of rebimeir. So says the Gemara not done just yet? Yes, Dan? On the spread, saying, I mean, I like there's a lot of our implications of the way we're saying, this is we're saying, the action, which would have a lot of implications for Shabbat, the county event. And I don't care when the action happens, we care when it into... Oh, say I said it's
1: from Shabbat,
0: the this is an important question. I'm. Let's, you're, you're going a little too far from me because you're extending it into different realms and different domains, but start in the domain of ziri'ah. It's a fantastic question. Danny Masri asked the following question. It's a question in the Polsky. If there's an isur on Shabbat of zore'ah, zore'ah means to seed the ground. Well, you're telling me trees only get seeded or only get rooted after 30 days. So technically speaking, you know, I need to get my gardening going. I didn't have any time during the, a very busy person i walk out on Shabbat throw out some seeds even you know let the rain come down even throw some rain down what did i do after all he tell me i seeded the garden i didn't seed anything it only is considered seeding after 30 days so I was but maybe not cuz plant the last 30 days of even the last 30 days of because it doesn't take no time no cuz you can't work the you can't be horesh the ground anyway you know, this you can't go that way either you can't be horesh the ground that's that's taking place on it. You're not allowed to be involved. But again you know it's more practical is Zorea and this is we're Mahmir on this, but this is a question in post about how we define Sirria and Shabbat, and there are many similarities that are drawn whether they're proper or not. that's what the post scheme discussed to shemitah, because the question is when we talk about planting in halakha, does every domain have the same laws for example, what's it called hydro if it if it hydro? Hydroplanic is that considered ziri'an Shabbat? Is it considered ziriyan Shemitah? There's a, there's a stirah. There's a contradiction there. We don't always equate the two. We don't always equate. But you're, you're keeping us within Shemitah. Still won't work. Yes, Charles. Yes, 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 yes. Charles says when we're talking about these thirty days in other words, with regards to the B'il Azar and to the B'imeir, we're talking, though that number, that count would be in the context of... you Now, 30 days with a human being, to be Yosem Miklal feels is a little bit different. 30 days, but I, I guess, oh, I, I, now I understand what you're saying. I think I understand what you're saying. You're saying that the Kilita, in other words, an easier way for us to understand this this rooting, I, I said, listen, you can count it arbitrarily a day or 30 days or whatever it counts, as. but over here, says the Gemara, you have to look at the physical reality Physical reality, did it take root or not? So as Charles, you have something similar by human beings. The first 30 days of a birth are a significant 30 days. You say within those 30 days, the baby is still in limbo, halachically speaking. It's still not considered, quote-unquote, a full-fledged human being until the 30 days pass, and now it's Yosef kler Nephil. Why so? That's when we look at the at the baby the human being as, quote-unquote, taking root in this world. Is that the direction you have going? Yeah, perfect, perfect simile. All right, says so the Gemara onward, just a bit, Amar Bi-Ohanan says, Rabbi Ohanan, you should know both of them, meaning Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Lazar. Whether your claim is 30 days is a significant amount of time or one day is the significant amount of time, keep in mind they told us this in different contexts. They told it with regard to the age of the animal. Is the age of the animal once it's 24 months and the day? Is it into its third year? They told it to us potentially in the context of Tosef et shivirit, adding on to the seventh year. A single day sufficient or do you need a full month? The two of them one argues one day, and Rabbi and says a single day, haDarshu, as usual, they disagree about a single pasuk. That's where they derive their opinions from. Where's this pasuk going to be found? It must be in Parashat Behar, by Shemitah. Perhaps it's, I don't know, what sort of context? Maybe it's going to be by uh, Berit Milan. No, it's by Tevat Noah, by Mabul Noah. Vehiba bahat. This is a pasuk that describes when the water subsides, when the rain stops and matters begin to dry up. So the pasuk says that it was in the first and 600th year, and this is counting from the life of Noah, Barishon, sounds like in the first of the month, lahodesh, excuse me, the first month, lahodesh, on the first day of that month. All right, well, you counted it as 601, once you landed on the first of the first, Well, that means to say a single day counted and qualified as a full year. 601 set in already on New Year's or on happy birthday to you, Noah. Rabbi Meir, it says, Rabbi Meir, if it's still day one of year one and you already counted, we counted it as a full year even though you're only on day one, Vikakari Leshana and we're considering it a year. Shimarina says it'll be may year, I can derive from this, I can learn from this. Yom Hadbashanah Hashub Shana. Rebbe Meir says, I settle my case. I have biblical proof. The Torah tells me that although I only had a single day into my 601st year, I'm counting it as year 601? I called it year 601? What do you mean you called it year 601? It's only a single day? You need at least 30 days. Rabbi be Azar says Rebbe Meir, that's my... Says the Gemara, Ve'idach, what would be? El Azar respond? If the Pasuk were to say on the 601st year, I'll I'll give it to you. However, what does the pasuk say? The pasuk instead says on the first and 600 years. It won't give the word to the ahat which means to say it counts it as 600 years on the first after. Do you understand how it counts it? In other words, we didn't actually qualify and set in the 601st year. The fact that the Pasuk did not say on the 601st year, but rather in the first and the 600 years, it tells me, the year Shana is on, the word Shana is standing on the 600, and when the Pasuk says they won, it means it's the beginning of my 601st year. Okay, says the Gemara Ha'orats, now I understand the meir's claim. B. meir got it from 601 years by Noah, even though you're only a day into the year. Ma, that's it. Counts as a full year. Lazar counters it. Lazar. do you have a proof that you need a full 30 days? Because after all, B. meir now said a single day counts as a year from that pasuk. Lazar countered and said that pasuk's not proof. Do you have proof? What's his reasoning? What's his proof? Dichtiv barishon here's the Bilazar's counterclaim he says like this he says let, let me just figure this out you're dealing with six hundred and one years and we qualified it as a month that was clear Pasuk says, it's in the first month. Well, you count it as a a full month, and you already told me you began a year. Why did you begin a year? Because the month set in. So the the calculation of Bilazar goes like this. How am I going to consider a year? I'm going to consider a year once you have a month into it. Well, a month is minuyav, is the count of a year. I need 12 months for a year which means to say that in order to qualify a year, I need to be a month into that year. That's his claim. He says, I'm going to in turn need to say that when I deal with a month, I'm going to qualify a month based on what we count within a month. How do I, what do I count within a month? Days. So I need a full 30 days in order to consider it a month, and just like I need a full month in order to consider it a year. right? It's an SAT type of question. A month is to a year as a day is to... A month, right? So that's the way he's going to qualify. So just to read it through very quickly, what's his reasoning? the pasuk says, even though we're only dealing with the day, that came into the month, and we're already considering a month, I can derive from this, that a single day in the month considers it a Month. It didn't consider it a year. It considered it a month. If a single day in a month qualified it as a month, I can now say that 30 days within a year will qualify as a year. A single day in a month counts as a month. A single blank in a year counts as a year. A single... Month in a year it says the Gemara In short What does the Gemara do In its final lines It just provides us With the sourcing Of Rabi LaZar and Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir says Pasuk says 601 years All you were Was a day into that month And you already counted it As a 601st year I rest my case Rabi LaZar responds No not so fast It says 600 years And it says An additional year But that additional year Is just the start Of something new Rabi LaZar, What's your proof it says Rabi LaZar, I'll tell you this the pasu counts it as a month. It counts it as a month. How many days are you? You're one day in. One day in, you count it as a month. It means the beginning of a month, a day in a month, which is the count of a month, counts as a month. Great. How much of a year will qualify it as a year? Well, it has to be a full month. A full day counts as a month. A full month counts as a year. And as a result, his argument is logically speaking from that pasuk in the Torah. The same same halacha that Bimeir uses in order to derive one day counting as a year, he understands as 30 days counting as a year. Baruch Adonai amen v'amen.